Okay, go. Welcome to our podcast. Okay, so welcome to the Blood Sisters Cafe podcast. I'm Andrea. And Megan. And we're here to talk about books. (laughs) Okay, we apologize because this is our first time ever doing this, so bear with us. Okay, we're talking about books and coffee because those are our two favorite things. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, shoot, you know what? You should pull the synopsis on your phone because mine's just doing the recording on the app. Okay, so we're talking about um, The Luckiest Girl Alive, which is written by... Dot, 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 Jessica Knoll. Jessica Knoll. And it's so good, I thought. My 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 rating would be a four out of five. Four point five out of five. I would give it a four out of five for sure. Megan is currently pulling up the synopsis for this book and we're also video chatting so we can like see each other, which makes this a little bit more interesting. Um, if Megan could hurry up. (laughs) Technical difficulties on my end, sorry. How have you not gotten it yet? Because you're taking up all my data for my (laughs) Wi-Fi. Okay, summary, The Luckiest Girl Alive is a 2015 New York Times best-selling mystery novel written by the American author Jessica Knoll and is her debut work. Um, so that's the summary of the author, <laughs> not the book, so that's, let me just go to this link and see. That's okay. The novel follows a young woman who has sought to reinvent herself in her adult life following a series of horrifying events during her teenage years. During the book, the lead character, Ani Finelli, is also referred to by several different names. So, anything like Tiff? Tiffany? Ani? We don't know. Do you read it Annie or Ani when you're reading the book? I, I pronounced it Tiff Ani. Tiffany. So, like, you're saying, like, Tiffany, like, Tiffany, so I would say, Annie? 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 I didn't pronounce it Tiffany because at the beginning of the book, she just reminded me of this bougie person, so when I hear her, like, if I picture her voice, I hear, my name's Tiffany. I picture her bougie as well, but it's more like, Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> And I definitely. I we're saying it the same. <laughs> Your sounds different than mine. <laughs> to me, they sound the same. But it's definitely not Annie, because there's no two ends. Yeah, Correct? that's exactly why. I don't. I wouldn't pronounce it Annie or Tiffany. That sounds weird. Tiff Annie. Now that's some like backyard trailer park Tiffany name. <laughs> yeah. My I name's agree. Annie, but like I go by Tiff Annie. Okay, back to the thing. Okay, this book got um, a 3.5 rating. And also, we should talk about our coffee. The coffee of the day is the good old black coffee. (laughs) 
Blacker than night, I put so much um, ground coffee in my coffee maker. Let's just give them like a good example, representation of how we drink our coffee. We put one scoop, one heaping scoop, you know, like the bigger tablespoons per cup of water in our coffee pot. And I feel like there's no other way to make coffee. What is like the the normal call for coffee? Is it one tablespoon per cup? I don't know. My coworkers do like one per three cups, so they pretty much like to drink dishwater. That sounds like you could see through the coffee. Yes. Well, we got espresso beans that we grinded up and then we ground up. <laughs> Is it ground or grinded? Ground. We ground up and it's espresso. <laughs> Is it grinded or grounded? <laughs> you, you ground the coffee beans. And I'm Just drinking. <laughs> Didn't I say ground after you corrected me? Okay, I'm just making sure that you can still hear our voices here. Um, okay, so we're bring, drinking straight black coffee. I know a lot of people don't drink straight black coffee. How do we get started? Oh, just about to ask you how we got started on the black coffee kick. It was, I never would have drank black coffee if it wasn't for the Whole30. Now I don't drink coffee creamer. And we did the Whole30 two and a half years ago. Well, for the first time, yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) it's an acquired taste for sure, I think. And sometimes when I'm, like, taking a last sip of my coffee and it's cold, it's, like, like a little... (laughs) (laughs) Pretty bitter. You might as well... I feel like the last sip of coffee, if it's really cold, and it's pretty comparable to, like, sipping on vinegar. Like, that's my reaction, how my reaction would be. Yeah, I would never go back to drinking creamer, though. It's just so, like, thick, you know? I like coffee creamer only during the wintertime when they have the um, peppermint mocha one. Not even me. I think that tastes fake. Those coffee creamers are fake as... Which, are we going to blurt out our cuss words or just cuss? I think we should just be ourselves and we cuss, so... (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers to that. Okay. Back to the book, I guess. We do need to talk about that Starbucks reserve that we came across in Texas on one of the oh, yeah. podcasts because that place was bomb as shit. Um, how many I, drinks did we buy from that place? Like 30? I feel like we bought like 15. we went there three times and I'm pretty sure we each got two or three drinks every time we went there. But to be fair, they're not everywhere, so it was like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, I feel like, to find a Starbucks reserve. Yeah, I agree. That place was so good. Um, Yeah. Anyway, back to the book. Okay, so Luckiest Girl Alive. I thought she was pretty stuck up at first, especially, like, the way she described her life, and she sounds like she lives on the Upper East Side. Like, I pictured kind of a Gossip Girl kind of vibe from her. Oh, I agree. And then with her boyfriend, he seemed okay. Like, he definitely neglected her, like, didn't pay attention to her. But she could have been bringing that upon herself because of the way she was, like... I 
feel like her whole demeanor kind of made me hate her at the beginning of the book. Like, she was very rich at Chia and too good for everybody in her life, and that really irritated me. Well, and the way she talks about her body, like, having to do all X, Y, and Z, and, like, no carbs to, like, fit in her wedding dress. Isn't her mom kind of like a bitch? Yeah, she... She, like, it didn't start her. showing until it talked about her past in high school, though. Then you really saw the true colors of the mom. Got a little chocolate on my sweatshirt from earlier. <laughs> you know, that shit stains. Did you know that? Chocolate? Yeah. No, I don't eat chocolate like that. So, I do. But I've been... <laughs> I, so, this has happened to me multiple times where I'm... Eating like a handful of chocolate, something, basically pure dark chocolate. Why are you making your hands like that? Pure dark. I'm holding a cup. <laughs> for the for the listeners out there, I'm holding my cup like my hand like a like you would if you're getting something put into your hand. Diggity diggity, woody 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 woody. Um. still going um anyway i would eat chocolate and i would be eating it on the couch sometimes and i would wake not wake up but get up and there'd be just a huge piece of melted chocolate just sunk into my sweatshirt and then i washed it which i'm pretty sure i ruined one of mom's sweatshirts (laughs) i can not even tell you how many pieces of clothing we probably ruined of mom's from stains and whatever else life does and what not okay back to the book <laughs> this is a daily occurrence with us we start talking about one thing and then it's a whole rabbit hole down another dimension that has nothing to do with the book so you're welcome for uh, a visual into the lives of us people probably think we're so pretentious because we're like we're gonna start a podcast and we're gonna like do but i think we're i think it's mostly for a we get we're gonna talk once a week like for an hour and we can try different things of coffee so any of our listeners out there that want to recommend a book and a type of coffee to try and it's not just like black coffee, like we would try caramel macchiatos, different places, but we're not together right now, so. Yeah. Next, in two weeks though, we will be back together and we will be getting a bougie drink and we will have another sit down discussion about the bougie coffee we drink because we'll actually be in the same state again. Okay, but I have to have enough stars on my Starbucks thing to buy it because unless we're not oh, going to Starbucks. I have three free drinks right now. Oh. Not for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Okay, back to the book. What's the What's the next question on the... Should we... Well, I can't really look it up because... <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about... The plot twist? Like, should we spoil the book? I don't know. 
let's not spoil the book this time because what if somebody listening wants to just quick read it real quick and I think we I think we should spoil the book because we're here to talk review the book okay fine let's spoil the book okay go list it out for us okay let's just talk from the beginning to the end of the book real quick we are being super snobby um and not really my favorite character not your favorite character right yeah she was just kind of whatever and then plot twist she had the most horrifying growing up because oh my gosh i just remembered that i forgot about this whole thing you're about to cover so she moved to a new school this girl in the books got some take old biddies when she's younger and the boys want her the boys want her and she gets i don't want to say she gets raped because that's not really the she doesn't actually does she she gets assaulted for sure but i didn't know if he like raped her or if he was like if it was like leading up to that and then it stopped because it was at a friend's house I think she got assaulted. I can't remember exactly what it was, but she was so far drunk that she, even if she said yes, like, she couldn't have meant it. Yeah, she definitely could have meant, she, the the guy who definitely assaulted her in one way, I cannot remember exactly, and I'm pretty sure it was, was it this guy she had a crush on? Yeah, it was this guy who was, like, the hottest guy in school, and he just moved there also. Oh, and and he was so nice to her. He was so nice to her, and then she had these two girlfriends. Was it two or three girlfriends that were, like, well, we'll just, like, hang out all the time, and they were rich, and so she went over to their house, and then they went out to the hot tub, and that's when it happened. But it was, like, a setup the whole time. Her friends were setting her up for failure pretty much with this guy. And this guy was so nice to her. They were lab partners or something in class, right? Yeah. So, moving forward, she becomes friends with this really unpopular kid at school. And I thought he was so nice. He was actually one of my favorite characters up until the end of the book. He was an outcast. Yeah, he was an outcast. He was an outcast, and I just love a good outcast. I feel like I was an outcast in high school, so I just love when they, like, shine some light on that. And um, they got along super well. Like, they became inseparable. And then shit took another turn. But they became inseparable after the whole assault, right? Because she had no friends left. Yeah. Girls are freaking bitches, like... I can, any time that, I know today is, like, today's world is, like, women support women, which is cool, but I know we're not, like... Yeah. (laughs) I support good women. We're not gonna support the assholes who talk shit behind backs. We're adults. Let's grow up. Or do that whole thing, like, how, that just, I felt so bad for her because she is in such a vulnerable state of mind, like, going to a new school, right, she was at a newer school. Yeah, she transferred to a newer school because her mom had this whole facade of looking rich and oh, acting yeah. rich when they were not. That's when I started losing respect for the mom, too, is because she's, like, she had, like, a, a Mercedes that was, like, leased out. Like, she couldn't even afford to, like, actually buy it. Like, they weren't unwealthy. Like, they weren't poor, like, food stamp poor, but they weren't, like, I can own this Mercedes. Show. 
Yeah. So, this is when I started hating the mom. She had told, this girl had told a teacher about some things happening that happened that night at the house, and it kind of made it seem like the teacher was really not a good person. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, he was super young. He was, like, straight out of college, a teacher, like... I could and name a teacher I at... Him, I picture this very handsome teacher. Like, do you? Yeah, I could I could name a teacher from Falcon that, like, I kind of pictured... I'm not going to put his name on the podcast, but I kind of picture him. I mean, he's the I know teacher... who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the teacher from Falcon that I'm talking about isn't, like, overly good-looking, but it's, like, he's straight out of college and, like, a teacher. Yes, and, you know, we all have that, like, oh, they're our teacher, they're super daddy. (laughs) (laughs) But, so he was trying to take care of her, because she, so after she got assaulted, she walked, she didn't even go back in the house, she just straight left that house and started walking, while this teacher saw her at the gas station and picked her up. Oh, yeah. And he was like, well, I don't want... You can stay the night at my house, like, I'll see you sleep in the bedroom, and I'll sleep out, whatever, because what happened is not okay. And then, he ended up reporting it to the police, because she asked him not to. He did? And, yeah, he did. He reported it. Okay. Because then, he got, he got in trouble, he got fired, remember, for, um, having a student spend the night at his house. I thought... I didn't know he... I thought he randomly just, like, left one day and didn't come back. No, it's because those that group of kids that was at the house started the rumor that he had slept with her. Oh, yeah, and they were, like, Richichia kids that, like, their parents controlled the school, basically. Yes. So he got let go. Then this girl comes home, and she... The news is, like, just going... The news around the school is just going crazy, and... Her mom goes, well, what did you do to deserve it? I know, that that pissed me off. I hated her. I hated her. After that moment, I was like, you bitch. I cannot believe she asked that. Like, any person that asks any victim of these crimes, like, any crime, basically, that's like, what did you do to deserve it? Like... Garbage. Yeah. I mean... I get, it's like, it's hard, that's a very fine line, though, for me, and I think for you, too, that it's, like, you're asking for it, but you don't say it in words, like, for example, if we're at Cowboys or whatever, and we're, we're dancing, and I'm, like, grinding on the Zood, that's, like, that's not being protective of me, I mean, I'm not, I mean, grinding on him isn't asking for him to rape me or whatever, but. Yeah. But I'm being provocative, and I could have avoided that. But that still's not asking, like, being like, yep, this is okay for you to do this to me. That's okay. That is not okay. Anyway. Yeah, not at all. Anyway, somebody that's like, what did you do to deserve this? It's like, what an un... Especially from a mother. Like, if our mom said that, I would be like, what? Yeah, same. I could not imagine somebody in my family being like, well, what did you do to deserve that? Like... I just couldn't even, it wasn't like some random student. It was her mom. And she's an only child. 
And she already went through so much. Yeah, she went through so much already. Like, going through that initially, like, on its own is hard enough, but, like, having someone doubt you as a person, because I'm sure she was like, what did I do to deserve this? Like, I did kind of, like, people all the time, like, victims all the time do that. They're like, which I feel for, because, I mean, I've never, that's never been something that I've had to experience, thank God, but. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I could not imagine somebody. I just couldn't imagine somebody saying that. So, okay. Mo- moving on yeah. from the assault. Um, later on, she became really good friends with this kid. I can't Arthur. remember. Ex- what was his name? Arthur. I think. I believe. Arthur. Yeah. And he so, was bigger, right? He was like pretty. A little overweight. Yeah. So when I. I mean, their relationship was weird, but they bonded over the hate they had for that group of students that was at that party that night. And because something had happened to him and his boyfriend, right? They were dating. Oh, yes, yes, yes. They were secretly gay. Yeah. Um, And his, his boyfriend was... Went to a mental institute. Yeah, I remember. Oh, yes. Okay. I'm having like all these flashbacks now of all these small details that happened. Um, so they become really close, and then Arthur's like, well, let me show you something, and he, well, like, well, takes wait, her into on. this room. Don't forget that they get high all the time. Oh, yeah, that's their, like, thing. Their like, bonding, skip- like, bonding thing is. Yeah, they, like, skip class sometimes, go home. His house, in the book, it just, the way it is described, it's like, they leave school, they go out the back doors, they walk through this little forest area, what reminds me of, like, something like Black Forest, maybe. And yeah. then they're at his mansion. That's all I picture is just this big school. Or this big house, I mean. That he lives in. Arthur lives in. That he lives in. Yeah. See, so I pictured it. So they're getting it, high all the time. I pictured it just on the street. Like a suburb street. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, half, how about half on he, the street, half in the forest. Yeah, <laughs> and, okay. <laughs> Um, what, I can't even remember, though we, they were getting high and he was like, well, let's just write all of the bad things, like all the things we hate about Um, this guy. Because this guy, this guy assaulted his boyfriend that went to a mental institute, right? Yes, which we didn't find out until like way later in the book. It was like, but he didn't just like assault him. He like totally embarrassed him. Oh, completely. And I'm 99% sure that in the book, he tells her that this guy beat him so bad, like didn't beat him, but pushed him down to the ground and shit on him. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, God. Like shit on his chest because he was gay. Yeah. And nobody knew it. And they obviously, well, why would you tell anybody that you're gay? First of all, that's the consequences. I mean... Of course, keep it... I would keep it a secret as well if that was me. Like, that's terrible. Are you saying you would keep it a secret if that were the... That would happen to you? Yeah. Like, no high school student deserves that. Like, this this group of friends is just so mean and so abusive. And 
they were supposedly friends with this gay kid at the beginning of school, and then they just turned. They Well, they did a setup with, again with him. They were like, come out to this place. Like, I think they went to a bonfire or something, like, out in the wood. They were like, let's go to this place and I'll meet up and we can hang out. And then they totally fucked him over. They didn't fuck yeah. him, but they fucked him over. <laughs> yeah. So then they started writing in this notebook and this, like... It just reminds me of, like, a little cupboard room. I don't know why that word is coming to my head. But it's, like, a little room. And it has his dad's guns in it. Or her dad's guns in it. And they're starting to write down all this stuff about what they hate about this group of people. And that they would just love to kill him. And all this stuff. Obviously, they're writing in, like, a journal. So it's like a... It reminds me of, um, what is that movie? Mean Girls, where they have the burn book. Oh, yeah. It was their burn book. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, and they would pass notes in in class, too, like, being like, let's blow this place up. And the girl's like, um, Ani was like, oh, yeah, let's do it. Like, which you'll find yeah. out why that's important a little bit later when we get to the bottom of it. So... Then, um, gosh, what else happens in between that time? Well, she they, pretty much isolates herself with him. Yeah. And they they go back and forth between, like, her as an adult and then flashbacks to, like, her going through all these different things as a, ki- as a teenager. And she's getting ready to get married. And then she runs into that teacher that let her spend the night at his apartment. Now, yeah, so she's... She agrees to do this, um... Double date thing for her her fiancé. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes on a double date with her fiancé and this guy, and he's now married and has two kids. Yeah, and they... When they see each other, they're like, holy crap, like, we know each other. And so it's a flood of memories from high school and what happened to her. When he left, after he left from being a teacher, he went... And became a financial advisor or something in the stock market. I don't know. Something that I'm not familiar with. But, um, and then, anyway, Flash kept on going back and forth. And then you just find out more details, like, small details about her teenage and then her. She does, like, have, basically, I think she has a body dysmorphia, anorexia thing going on. Because she, she cares so much about all the things that's. Which almost every woman, I didn't really do this, but a lot of women are like so conscious of what they, conscientious, whatever that, whatever correct word is to use, about going, like when you're getting married. And she was just like over the top, which I think started way before she was even engaged, honestly. I think it probably started in high school when everybody only talked about her boobs. Yeah. And she had really like, she had friends that were kind of, like, up there. I, I don't know. They don't really describe them as being, like, snotty, but they're high class or whatever. Yeah, because she works for a magazine now, right? Like, she's... Yeah. She works for a magazine, and somebody at the very beginning of the book, jumping all the way back, sorry, she is interviewing this girl for a job at her magazine, and it's somebody oh. that went to the high school with her. That went to, I think she went, like, a year after she graduated or something. Yeah, so after she left, she, this girl had went to the same high school. And, and it was, she, like, 
a whole, oh God, the whole like <laughs> rush of like emotions. Like she, that, I feel like that was the turning point for her was seeing her high school name on this application that that girl turned in. And then it was like all downhill, straight downhill. Well, she changed her name. <laughs> Tiffany changed her name to Ani something. I cannot remember what she changed her name to, but she changed it because she didn't want to be recognized as a girl that was in this horrific thing we're about to get to. Yeah. Um, so. What? I forgot what I was going to ask. So moving forward, they're writing in this burn book like regularly. There's pages. To me, it seems like there's just pages of trash on these people. Um. Well, they're obviously not on the same page, and it's very clear now that we finished the book that they were not on the same page of what this burn book actually meant. Well, they stopped being friends, kind of, because they got in a fight, and I can't remember what the fight was about, but... They were in that room with his dad's guns, and they were talking about... He held up the gun and pointed at her, and she got scared, and he was like, should we use this to kill him? And he was like... She was like... Why do you have that? And then he told her the story about the... Her, his dad leaving and how he wasn't manly enough for his dad and then they got in this like huge blow up fight and she ended up stealing a picture of him that was covered oh, in seashells of him uh, and his dad of him and his dad and she took it and she called him like a fat piece of shit or something like that something along those lines and it was like that was their breaking point. Like, that was, I think that was the breaking point for what was about to happen happened because as soon as she was like, oh, you are, you will never be enough or you were never going to be enough, she kind of got turned into a bully real quick. They were, like, going at each other's throats and then this huge thing happened. Well, they stopped being, I know she stopped by his house, like, when he wasn't home and she was almost going to apologize or, like, talk to him and then he wasn't home so she just left. Or something like that happened, and then they didn't hang out for a couple of weeks, and then he stopped showing up to school, and she was like, where are you? What happened, yeah. But then, dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. Are you going to say it? <laughs> no, you can say it. I don't care. Um, so she goes to school, and what is it, during lunchtime in the cafeteria? They were definitely Somebody. in the cafeteria or the library. I can't remember because, honestly, like, Columbine is, like, flashing through my head right now. So I'm, like... Me, too. Honestly, that is exactly what's right... That is what went through my head when I read this part of the book. Well, and we just, um, we just watched... Well, not just, but we watched One Tree Hill where it happens. So, like, when oh, we're yeah, talking yeah. about Arthur, I'm picturing Jimmy or whatever his name is that's in One Tree Hill that does the school shooting. And I'm, like, they could totally, like, he could play him in that movie. Oh, yeah. I agree. So, this Arthur guy shows up with his boyfriend, the one that got literally shit on before and bullied really bad. He was in a mental institute, got him out of the mental institute. Uh, he came to the school, they locked the cafeteria doors, and they started shooting up the cafeteria. So, Tiffany was sitting at a table with this... She had, like, this new friend, and she was, I am I think she was Chinese or something. Yeah, and, and she was, like, a little, she, like, talked about her looks. I can't remember what she, how she described her. I can't remember what her name is, either. Let me see if I can find it real quick, because. Well, 
I just... It was just, like, a, such a turn of events. Like, I did not think this was going to be the part where it made it, like, describe basically the luckiest girl alive. I thought something else happened to her. Like, I was picturing, like, a murder kind of mystery. Kind of, I mean, there is murder, but not a mass murder. Yeah, it, that was definitely not what I was expecting. It took a whole 180. It really threw me for a loop. Which, I, that's, uh, I like that part. I like that about books that do that. Yeah, me too. So then her and this girl escape, and they're running, and they go to the library, and that guy who sexually assaulted her was in the library, and so was one of his friends. Well, well, and they're all friends, like the guy that shit on her, his boyfriend's chest, and that guy that assaulted her, and they're all friends, like, there's a bunch, they're, they're all, all friends. Girl. Yeah. And the girls, too, like, that were bullies. So... It was pretty morbid the way that this character described the shooting. She was like, that girl, one of the girls in the main group that like set her up and was a snob, she died in the cafeteria. And another one, her ankle was like blown off or something, so she couldn't move. It was something morbid like that. So anyways, Tiffany and her friend go running for the library. And this 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 gun was like not just like a twenty two. It was like when you got shot, like your whole face fucking exploded. The, yes, that's exactly how it was described. I feel like yeah. Um, and so these people who did all these bad things, all of the bullies in the school were in the library, and they started the hallways on fire. They started some of the hallways on fire and there was smoke coming from both ends and the stairwells and stuff. And they were like, well, what are we going to do? So they sat behind these bookshelves and hoping that somebody was going to show up. Well, who was it? Ben? Or was it Arthur that showed up in the library and shot the guy? I can't remember because he was like half alive or something like that. He got shot in the throat. And he was alive and she was, she, Ani or Tiffany at the time her name was, she was trying to save him and then it was too, like, it was, was, yeah, she was trying to save somebody that was like basically dead. Dead. And so her and this her friend that left the cafeteria together, they were like, and somebody else, it was somebody else was in there, and I can't remember who it was. It was one of their friends, too, I think, and they were like, oh, no, 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 it was one of the bullies, and he, they were like, hey, we gotta run, and she was like, no, we can't run, and she was, like, stunned. She could not, she, none of them were moving, and then they did end up running for it, and they could hear the gunshots coming and I want to say it was Ben. I want to say it was Ben, the one who was in the mental institute, the one that shot this guy, because he is the one that shit on his chest. And they get down the stairs, and they're just hauling, and they, like, go out the back door, which is closest to the woods, and who's out there? Arthur is waiting for them. Oh, Yeah. With well, gun. there's a guy out there, one of the bully guys. I can't remember who it was, but he's out there and he's like, here, Tiffany, shoot him. Yeah, but he let the little Chinese girl go because they, and it was definitely Arthur waiting out there with for Tiffany. And 
whatever and then this guy and he like puts him on his knees and he like hands tiffany the gun so then her fingerprints are all over the gun yeah and then she points it at him right she pretends to but then lifts it up and shoots arthur oh yeah i thought she stabbed him I guess I don't really remember. I think I, I think she shot him. She points it at, she points it at the guy that like, cause he's like, do it, Tiffany. Like, here is your your final revenge. And then so she does, and then she points it at Arthur. And I couldn't remember if she like hits him or stabs him with something because then she like gets it, like stabs him, and then runs away. And they thought she was part of this whole scheme. Because of the burn book. Yeah, and the and the the fact that she took the gun and pointed it at that guy, which she didn't do anything yeah. but could you imagine being like, Oh, by the way, you're gonna get questioned because Yeah, so not only once in her life in a four year span of high school, she, I think she was a sophomore when all this happened. Not only did she get sexually assaulted, then she was put into this position where it seemed like she was part of this mass shooting when it had nothing to do with her. Yeah. And this guy, Arthur could have been planning this, like, the whole time they were, like, best friends. She, he was just waiting for his boyfriend to get out of um, the mental, mental institute. But it's hard to tell because they don't, I mean, they don't really talk about it. Yeah, they don't really touch on it after. But they both die, don't they? Arthur and the boyfriend? No. Um, ben and Arthur, yeah. But the guy, one of the bullies, that bully doesn't die, remember? The one that was on his knees. Oh my god, and they're filming. Oh my god. I... Because this whole time, this some guy wants to do this whole, um, what's it called? like A docu-series or a documentary. A docu-series or a documentary or something. Or like a docu-drama. About mass shooting. So, something yeah, else. something like that. Well, they asked her to be a part of it, and they asked that teacher to be a part of it, and then they asked him to be a part of it, and he says he only agreed to it if Tiffany was going to be a part of it so he could apologize to her. So they end up meeting in person, and they're trying to, like, he said that he does not want his name in it as of, like, the things that he had done to Ben or done to her in the past. It was only about the shooting and him being a part of the shooting and being held at gunpoint. Tiffany's like, no, 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 listen here, buddy. You sexually assaulted people you were a bully you literally bullied him into a mental institute and you want to get away with it i don't think so well and so once they talk about the shooting in the book they go to they go to they this producer director whatever invites them all down to where the school is their hometown they all get there the teacher and her hang out like go they don't go on a date but they go get dinner And then that guy, the one that sexually assaulted her, meets her, um, asks to meet her, and he's, that's when she, he's like, I want to apologize. Does she accept his apology or no? I can't remember. Um, I think she does, but I think she's like, your, your apology means nothing to me anymore. Like, I'm above you. But because he's married. This isn't even a conversation. He's married, isn't he? Is he in a wheelchair? 
Yeah, I think so, because he got his... I don't know. I can't remember. There was three guys in the group, I think, and I can't remember what happened to every one of them. I know one of them died, for sure. I think two of them died. One of the guy that sexually assaulted her. The one in the library died, for sure. Which is the one who sexually assaulted her. Oh, I thought... Are you sure? I thought the one that sexually assaulted her lived, and that was the one that was apologizing to her. Maybe. I guess I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Well, when there's so many events in a book, it's like, who did what? I don't know. It's hard to keep track. But... So... So... Are we going towards the end now? Or what do you what do yeah. you want to talk about? You, the wedding? You do that. Well, now it's in the future, right? Where she is getting ready. She's going to another wedding or it's a, her rehearsal and she realizes... It's, no, it's her wedding. She marries her fiancé, right? And then they get, they get married and then at the end she's like, yeah, no thanks. But do you know why? No, I... She had that picture of the seashells, and she kept it under her sink. And he took it, because he was like, and I'm tired of hearing it about it. he didn't want her to do the docuseries. He did not want her to be a part of this, this documentary. And so he took it, and he threw it away. And she was cleaning something out, and she found the seashells in the bottom of the bin, under her sink. And she was like, he's been lying to me this whole time. And it doesn't really talk about, it just ends kind of like that. It doesn't really go into, like, if they get a divorce, if they get an annulment. Yeah, I'm, he's a very wealthy man, and I think That's why. Have... That's why he didn't want her to be a part of it, though, because he didn't want their name dragged through the mud. through the mud, yeah. So, they... She literally gets married, and her best friend and her go to the bathroom, and she's like, I fucked up. <laughs> she's like i done fucked up and then that's pretty much where it ends that is i mean yeah this was a good book it was interesting to say the least it's not something i would read i would have to wait a while i mean it's been almost a year since i read it but let me tell you i read that book in a day i cannot put it down i well, as soon as the first drama started happening, I was like, I have to keep reading. And then the drama just kept getting bigger. And then the whole mass shooting at the school just blew my mind. And so I, and I was done. I was done with the book. Well, okay, so whoever is listening, the reason we're talking about this book is because it's going to become a movie through which streaming service? Netflix. And it has, like... Mila Kunis, who's playing the main character, um, the guy from American Horror Story is playing the fiance. Yes. I don't know his name, but he's in Ratchet, like the Nurse Ratchet show. Um, he's a good actor. I like him. I just don't know his name. Yeah, me too. So, do you think that they picked good actors and actresses for those parts? I think Mila Kunis is amazing, but... I do love Mila Kunis, but hear me out. This girl has huge boobs, and Mila does not, I feel like. So, is Mila bougie enough to play her? 100%. The whole aesthetic that Tiffany has created, I don't know. I don't know. I think she'll do good, but I just don't know. Yeah, the hardest thing about watching a movie that was a book is that it's, like, such a failure, honestly. Like, it could be an amazing movie, but I think it sucks because I read the book and it's like, okay, it's missing half the part. Like, if 
if this movie like skips half of the part like all the details about i don't think it'll skip like the sexual assault part or like the the school shooting part but if it skips like details leading up to it and then like small details that are important that's why it's annoying is it's like i know you can't fit everything from a book into a movie but like include the most a little harder yeah like what are some movies that do not like the last song oh my god oh so different so annoying it and the acting is yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean liam hemsworth he's a babe but oh for sure sorry miley cyrus you're a bad actor (laughs) Yeah, I'm not a fan. She's good in... What's she good LOL. <laughs> yeah, that movie, I actually like that movie. <laughs> I like that movie, too. Um, but, I don't know. I'm excited to see the movie. It comes out in 2022, so we have... It's going to come out within the next eight months, right? It's supposed to, anyways. Well, we're not even four months into... We're only two months in. Well, it's almost March. So we have ten months left. <laughs> no. <laughs> nine. We have nine months. We have ten months. Because March is... <laughs> March. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do I need a cat? No. <laughs> been a long day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so happy it's Friday, though. Yeah, me too. I... Fry, yay. Fry. Fry, yay. With fries. Oh, fries sound good, actually. <laughs> oh my gosh. We went and got a um, McFlurry from McDonald's a couple weeks ago. I haven't had one of those in forever. I know, and I was craving one, and I was like, hey, can we go get a McFlurry? And Trevor was like, no. So we didn't go that night, but then we went like... <laughs> A week later, and it tasted so good because they don't blend up the Oreos so thin. Like, there's such big chunks in it. It's like, they're so good. I, mom and dad and I are going to a brewery in Sterling, and it is so good. I'm getting the nachos, and they have homemade chips and queso, and oh, God, I can't wait. It's so good. Tonight you're going? Uh, No tomorrow are they staying the whole weekend no mom was like we'll stay (laughs) the night and then we're gonna go home so we can relax the rest of the the weekend and i was like you just spent a whole week relaxing off work they've been gone they've been gone a whole week i wish i could have i know they were here a week ago today oh i could really go for some nachos i love 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 nachos me too. That is definitely my top choice of food when I go to a restaurant. Just in case the, like anything is spooky, nachos is always a safe bet. So, nachos is probably my number one. It just depends what restaurant we're at, because my number ones could change all the time, because like I love salads too, and I love sandwiches, and I love pizza, but anything Mexican is like... I just love food. <laughs> I love food. I just love it. <laughs> I agree. Mexican food. Uh, there's this place in Fort Morgan, I guess, that has really good Mexican food, and I'm gonna go sometime. I don't know when, but see, my coffee is getting cold, and it's getting a little bit bitter. Like I wish I could describe the sound of this. Like, like I wish I had an adjective that's like. Yeah, I agree. 
if you could see, if anybody could see our faces right now, it's kind of like. Humbody, like humbody, my... hum. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't know if any of you guys can like flex your jaw and you get these little like. Um, Basically, you're my, if you want to work, call them my lizard gills. So <laughs> It reminds me of a dinosaur for sure. Not that yeah. I've been that acquainted with a dinosaur, but... <laughs> which reminds me, the Jurassic World movie comes out. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait for Trevor that. doesn't really like the Jurassic movies, and I'm like... Though. Mom doesn't either. I think they're so good. Did you watch Redeeming Love? No, not yet. I, I need to. Oh my gosh, which it's we need, so good. Is it like the book? Honestly, it's not as good as the book, but I will say that they got a lot of important details in there. And is it Christian-based like it the book is? Yes, it is. I think that should be a podcast for us. Is One of our episodes is all of us, me, you, um, Lauren, and Jennifer, talking about that book because we all loved it so much. Yeah. I definitely want to talk about... Um, first of all, listeners, if you have any book recommendations that you'd like us to talk about, we are more than willing to talk about them. We have been in a book club for how long? Two years? It's been since 2018. What year is it? 19. Three years. Three and a half years. Yeah, so... Okay, I forgot where I was going with that, but... We like to read. (laughs) We like like twiddles. We like twiddles. I'm currently reading The Beach Cafe. Oh, do you like it? Andrea's recommendation. Yes, I do. It makes me want to open our coffee shop. It's pretty basic. Like, it's a pretty basic storyline, but it gives you the good feels. It's like a Lifetime movie in a book, which we are reviewing all these freaking books on this podcast. Anyway, the book I want to talk about is, um, it's about that, it's a, it's another, <laughs> gosh, <laughs> we, we read it together, and we just read it not too long ago, and it's about a girl that goes missing, a teenager that goes missing. Okay, well, I've read a lot of books oh my like gosh. that recently. No, we just freaking read it. The Seller. Uh, no, Did you I, read that yet? No. It's about a girl okay, that goes well, missing that's... and the mom... Oh my god, why? <laughs> <laughs> it's. I keep on wanting to call it Ends With Us, but I know that's not it because that's by Colleen Hoover. It's Then She Was Gone. Then she was gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is so good. We have to, we will do that one next. I wonder if they'll make that into a movie. We should talk about that one on our next one. Or should we talk about like a uplifting one next time and then kind of go back and forth? Um, I don't know. Have you read any uplifting books lately? Because I've been on this real like yeah, I actually... disturb, disturbing path of books. <laughs> yeah, I actually read... Um three all in a row that were like about like rehab and drug addicts and stuff so yeah i read what was that book what was the title what book then she was gone yeah 
Okay, I said that one, and then I read The Seller, and you have to read it. There's actually two books to that one, and it is so good. It, I, I can't even, I'm not even going to talk about it, because I want to talk about it on a different episode of the podcast, so. Okay, okay, okay. Did you roll your tongue or did you just go like this? I can't. I cannot roll my R's. That's embarrassing. Oh, I can. Good for you. I know. Well, any other, any other topics? Any other life updates? No. Just living the freaking dream. I feel like, me too, I just moved into this new house and I lerve it. You lerve it to live there for six months and then move to Hayes? No. (laughs) Won't be moving there anytime soon. That's annoying. I'm almost, we're almost done with One Tree Hill, which I've been listening to that podcast, which isn't my favorite, but... I like it. So I have to fast forward sometimes, but I haven't really listened to it recently, but guess what show I started over again? New Girl. Shit's Creek. Oh, that show is so freaking funny. I've asked you thrice. I, I've asked you thrice now. Um, I love it. It's just one of those that I can always get a good laugh out of it, so I have to... You fold Watch in it. the cheese. Well, David. David. I wish I could talk David. like Moira. I'm trying to talk like Moira, not Alexis. I can't talk like Moira, but, you know, one of my coworkers is really good. She screamed today just like we were... We went to the gym this morning, and some lady yelled across the gym for us to turn our music down. And so my coworker was like... She pretended to be this girl and she sounded just like Moira. <laughs> um, I love it. I love her vocabulary. It's like, oh, this debauchery, this ba 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 debauch like she just has the widest range of vocabulary, which you don't think she has it during like the first couple episodes of the first season. It's like they're all dumb bitches, like they're all stupid and they're just wealthy, but she has a wide range of vocabulary, which is so impressive. I just love I love her so much. I did not like her the first time I watched the show, I was like, she's so annoying. Get her off my screen. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, think <laughs> I don't hilarious. like you. I think she's hilarious. Okay, well. Hilarious. This was kind of like a depressing one because the, the, that's okay. It's a good book review. Obviously, we have good taste. Yeah. It was a good book. 10 out of 10. Just give it a try. You, you, gave, you gave it a 4 out of 5, so how is that a 10 out of 10? I'm giving you a 10 out of 10 to try reading it. And my <laughs> my rating stands on the book, but you know what? I'll give it a 10 out of 10 for somebody to give it a go. Yeah, and you know what? Once we have our email, um, well, we do have our Instagram page. It's Blood Sisters Cafe Co. Cafe Co. And if you want to DM us with some book recommendations or give us your thoughts on um, our book review about this, give us your opinion about this book review and what you thought of it. And if you agree that it was, if you agree with like Goodreads that rated it 3.5 or if you think it's a 4.5 
or if you think it's a zero out of five, like they'll build there'll be books on here where we'll give it like a one out of five. Like I'm trying to think of a book that we've read that we didn't really like. Um, but we can talk about that later. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We are going to sign off for now. With some blood, because we are the blood sisters. And like I said, if you follow our Instagram Instagram page, follow the Instagram, like the Facebook. Uh, we don't have a Facebook. But we are founded on sisterly bonding, sisterly strength, because <laughs> we're all close. Me, Lauren, Jennifer, and Megan are all close. Me as an Andrea. Me as in Andrea, P as in Phoebe, H as in Hebe, O as in Obi, E as in Evie, B as in B, E as in hello, mate. (laughs) Okay, let's sign off. At least. It's been real, it's been fun. Don't end the- Go drink your coffee. Don't end the Google Meet, though. Okay, I'm not. Okay, signing off, blood sisters. Peace, love, and- (laughs) Ha <laughs>